the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the show, Sats and Rats, Scotty Seller and Matty Rogers. Hope you've had a, a wonderful Wednesday. And if you mm. want to get us on any of the socials, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, you can listen to a podcast, do so on Sports Day NSW or SEN League or Sports Day SEN. Just search for us. You'll be able to find us. Because we've got a good show today. Yep. And Tommy Starling from the Raiders is going to join the show. Exciting, Fine young player. Good good little fella as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Little, little rat bag. He is a rat bag. <laughs> a good rat bag. Yeah, a good rat is. bag. So we'll put him through the burner as well. But huge news in the world of not rugby league. No. Golf, your second love. Oh, well, mate, it's probably my first love now. Yeah, but, mate, the PGA huge, and Live. Huge news. Huge merging. news. Well, well, to put it into, into rugby league terms, that's... Super League and the ARL have just merged. 1998. Yep. And yeah. and the NRL have been formed. Well, Live Tour and the PGA Tour and the DP Tour, which is a European tour, are now all going to play under the one umbrella. Um, it's yet to be confirmed, the name of it. It's you, The structure of it's yet to be confirmed. But a great move for global golf. A yep. great move to unite the best players to have them playing under the one umbrella um, it's fantastic. And, you know, the, the winners out of all this are going to be us, the viewers, the spectators. The players are going to win. Um, they're gonna, there's going to be a lot more money into the, in the prize pools. The Saudi Investment Fund is going to be the exclusive funder or the um, exclusive investor into this tour. Um, there's been a lot of stones thrown over the last um, couple of years um, by both sides of the fence, I would say. Um, but, you know, look, at the end of the day, you've got to – you got to eat humble pie sometimes and go, what's best for the sport? We all knew this was going to happen at some stage, yep. whether it was going to be a year or 10 years down the track. Rat, what, will this form a wedge between the – because it didn't form a wedge between the players' relationships when it all happened because they were all mm. chummy on the Masters and mm. everyone got on great together. And Well, some did. Some did. But, yeah, yeah. but the players that didn't take the big money, like Tiger Woods got offered a billion. I don't think he really cares. He's going to, he's going to earn a billion dollars anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got your – what you say, Matsuyama. Yeah, Hideki. Hideki Matsuyama, Rory McIlroy, all these players that stood by and said, no, we are going to support the old firm. It's all about history. It's all about legacy. Now they all come back together. Rory McIlroy has come out and said, basically, I feel as though I've been sold out by the very thing that I was defending, which is the PGA. So they're going to earn more money, prize money, which is great. Is it going to form a wedge that they they didn't get that money that – was first offered. Yeah, look, I think there'll be some some disappointed players within the PGA Tour ranks who who knocked back money and said, you know, I'm going to stick by the legacy and the history of the PGA Tour. Uh, different to the ARL and, and Super League war because, you know, if you stayed with the ARL, you still got paid. If you, if you went to Super League, you still got paid. Oh, you got paid. So you were getting paid regardless. Um, the PGA guys, they knocked back a lot mm. of money to be loyal. Um, if, if the Saudi uh, Public Investment Fund maybe tops them up a little bit, you know, sweetens the deal a little bit for those guys and maybe it'll be all right. But at the end of the day, Sats, um, they'll work it out and we will benefit. We'll have a better product on TV. We won't be watching, you know, all these different tournaments trying to find our favourite players. We'll be all in the one spot, which is great for golf. We may not see Greg Norman walking down the beach with his two iron. I think he's, I think he's doing all right. I th- well, yeah. I think he's doing that now rather than walking around golf courses um, signing autographs. Okay, the, the big question before we go to yep. the break like we saw in Live, 
Will we see still see Australian major tournaments? Uh, do you think? Do you think I, that'll I think be part so. of the calendar? Absolutely, absolutely. The success of it was was too great. Yep. So, yep. Um, yeah, I'm, yep. I'm I'm hoping so because I want to go back there. Looks yeah. like Kepka's done. Oh, here he is <laughs> coming in nicely. One of the great moments of sport. Long. This one. Oh no, this is right next to the pit. Oh, this could go in. It's running. It's cracking. Can I tell you, uh, the greatest moment in live golf, and I got to be there yeah, in court. Yeah, I know. We're all jealous. We're all jealous. Let's get to the break. Sats and Rafford Sports Day. Up next, Raiders star, Tommy Starling. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. There's White. Oh, a delightful pass. Croker down the sideline. White lining up. The pass comes to Starling and it's a try. Starling. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Rat, and that was the try against the Bunnies a couple of weeks ago. He's a pocket dynamo, our next guest. Uh, An energy bunny for the Raiders. He is. And he's a tremendous young player. And that man is Tommy Starling, joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Tommy? I'm good, boys. Thanks for having me on the show. No, thanks for coming on. Um, always wanted to have a chat to you, actually. It seemed like a little bit of a scallywag, ah, which is what we love on the show. Is. And he your day it. off in Canberra, you're saying you, you like to go and have a bit of hit of golf. So what's, who's the golf crew? Um, so, yeah, we've got, a, we've got a fair crew down here that play. Um, the main, main, uh, main sort of culprits are uh, me, Jordan Rapana. Uh, Josh Papali, uh, Joe Tapine has the hit as well. Um, and then there's a couple of the other boys that like coming out every once in a while, but that's sort of the main crew that get out there. So, who's, um, the, who's, yeah. who's the burglar, mate? Who's, who's taking the cash all the time? Um, Geordie Raps. Geordie Raps hits him pretty well. He's been playing for a while now, but um, actually, Big Puffer's catching him, actually. He's, oh, uh, wow. His handicap's down, coming down week by week, so... Once he gets hold of a the ball, they're, they're, um, he sent it down the fairway a fair while. I couldn't so, imagine. Uh, they'd, they'd stay here. I couldn't imagine Josh Papali having a real fluent style. I think it'd be nice and stiff. Or it? pal. <laughs> yeah, or pal. He's actually got a, not a bad swing on him. But, yeah, no, it's a good little hobby that uh, us boys like to do, just to switch off and put it uh, every once in a while. So, yeah, yeah good, good one. fun. Yeah, now, your Central Coast boy played with King Humber. Um, you were born, you're born out, uh, was that Richmond Way originally or Windsor? Yeah. I was actually going to bring that up. Actually, it was um, when I when I got told I was coming on your, uh, the show, Scotty. I was I've actually I actually won the Scott Sattler Shield back for Windsor, and uh, I think it might have been two thousand and four uh, for the Windsor Wolves. So um, yeah, I remember remember that day quite well. Actually, my dad was the coach, and um, we versed. Uh, I think it was St Clair in the finals. So um, still got the trophy at home. And, it's actually my uh, Instagram profile picture. Actually, me and my dad holding up the shield. Oh, so, nice! Uh, yeah, well, they, pretty, did, pretty cool little moment there. That brought back some good memories. So, did, yeah. Did they change the name of that shield after they punted you from Penrith? Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. Hey, um, well, it was a pretty good competition too. Growing up as a junior, wasn't it? It was a strong comp back then, or still is. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. The Central, so I moved to the Central Coast when I was sort of, uh, I think I was 11, and yeah, the Central Coast comp was a really good comp with. Um, yeah, there was a couple of really good teams floating around, and um, we had actually Bob McCarthy's son, Darren McCarthy, as yeah. our coach. Yeah. Uh, for for the for the King Gumber Colts, we had a um, yeah, it was a, a massive part of my development actually having him from sort of out of thirteens all the way to the under seventeen. There, it's, he he sort of gave me an insight what it was to like to be to be a professional, and um, yeah, so it was yeah, it was a good comp. We ended up winning back to back premierships up there for the King Gumber Colts. 
um, in the 16 to 17 age group. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was good, good comp and uh, definitely learned a lot um, playing up there. Mate, was there, uh, was there any other players that you ran around with against up on the Central Coast there that uh, went on to play in the NRL? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of few, there's a fair few, but um, not not my age group, but Connor Watson uh, yeah, right. was actually mm. one of my really good family friends growing up. He was he's my brother's best mate. He was from Avoca Beach too, so um, yeah, we're we're really good mates. But then there's a there's a few of us sort of getting down there. Scotty Drinkwater uh, yeah. from North Queensland, the the Safiti boys are from the coast. Uh, Jack Cogger just made his debut for Penrith the other day. Um, who's been around for a bit as well. So there, there's a fair few of them. Uh, Sanded Smith just made his debut on the weekend, actually. Yeah. He's a young fella from King Cover Colts. So uh, it's definitely a really good breeding ground up there, the, the Central Coast for footy players, because, um, yeah, it's a really strong comp and, um, yeah, some really talented kids coming out of there, for sure. Now, Tommy, you finally got to start with the Newcastle Knights where you played your, your debut back in, I think it was 2018. Now, is there anything that stands out from your origin Oh, sorry, from your NRL debut, uh, someone that stood out as you're a player, or is there something that stood out the most from your debut? Um, yeah, it was, it was a pretty special moment, mate. It was, it was old boys' day up there at Newcastle. It was twenty six thousand there, I think, that day. And um, yeah, I think I think I got clocked at uh, by Jack DeBellin on the last play of the game, and um, it got got me a good shot actually. And then Chris Hines didn't come running over and uh, start a bit of a blue to finish off the game, so. Uh, that was his last ever game, so to be a part of that was pretty cool. And uh, but yeah, no, it was a pretty special moment playing with you know, Mitchell Pearce, and uh, as I said, said before, Hindens was last game, and uh, there was some star-studded uh, event there. So yeah, that was a pretty special day. I had me had me family and that in the crowd, and um, yeah, to do it at the, the club I played, you know, my junior junior reps that was a, it was a pretty special moment. Another Central Coast boy, Chris Hinington. Now. Sharing yep, the role, yep. sharing the role with Zach Wolford. Now, as you know, he's a Canberra legend. His old man Simon, whose nickname was Germ. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. does he follow in his dad's footsteps off the field? Yeah, we, we, his nickname's Junior. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah right. They're, they're definitely they're, they're 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 two good good blokes, mate. They uh yeah they they both love their footy, and I was coached by um by senior actually. So uh, uh up at Newcastle when he was there, he was coaching the reserve grade side. So. Um, yeah, I, I've had some experience with them, and yeah, it's, it's been a good combination for us going uh, going forward as well. So um, he's played some really good footy at the moment, and uh, he's helping uh, contribute to these team wins for sure. Yeah, mate. Yeah, you you play a different style of footy. You know, I think your running game, your ability to sort of get out from dummy half. What what is what is Ricky's instruction to you when you get onto the field? Is it sort of lift the intensity or lift the speed of the of, of the movement around the ruck? Yeah, that's 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 pretty spot on, mate. It's um, yeah, it's just going and trying to change the game. You know, if, um, he, he sort of sees it's, he sort of goes into the game saying, "I'm not too sure when I'm going to throw you on, but when I throw you on, it's going to be important." Um, you know, it's either the boys are rolling really well, and we've got to sort of put the foot on the throat, or is the boys are sort of stiffing a little bit, and you've got to come on and bring that energy. So, um, I look at my role as is one of the uh, a very important role to um, you know that contributes to the two points. So, um, I take that on with with both hands, and um, yeah, but yeah, as I sort of said, it's it's. Um, just go out there and cause a bit of chaos and, and lift that intensity with your with the line speed and uh, speed around the ruck. So, yeah, you do. Uh, I, I like that role. It's quite unique and um, enjoy every moment of it. Yeah, you do it. I love it when the energy that you bring mm. to the side. Now, this weekend, of course, there's been much publicised and everyone's mm. had an opinion. I love what, what Ricky and Jared yeah, Croker and the club Absolutely. has done here. He gets to play his 300th at, at home, the only club he's played for. As a player that's still playing um, alongside Jared week in, week out, it must be an honour. Tommy, to be part of this game. 
yeah, for sure, mate. It's it's, it's crazy. And I, uh, Toots, I think Toots, Toots debuted in '09. I don't know what age I was then. I have to do the quick math, but yeah, I was, I was still I was still playing juniors footy. So to be a part of this, it's it's, it's massive. It's um, and as you sort of said before, for him to do it at home, um, pack out JIO Stadium, it's going to be a massive occasion for Canberra and, and the Canberra Raiders. And um, you know I, I, what what the boys did, uh, stick in, in the club did the you know hold him off a week to have it at home. I don't think anyone deserves it more than Toots to have it in front of his home crowd where. Um, he's, he's, he made this club so special and made it what it is today. So um, we're looking forward to it. The boys are all pumped and uh, we're, we're all chomping at the bit to get out there and go get the two points for him because he, he deserves nothing more than a win on his 300th game and uh, have a few beers after for sure. Absolutely. And just on that, tickets still available. Visit raiders.com.au. Click on tickets to watch Jared play's uh, 300th game. Uh, this Friday, now it's a 6 p.m. game, so roads will be busy. Um, celebrate one of the legends of the club. Make mm. sure you get on, get tickets, and get to what would be a memorable afternoon. What sort of guy is he, Jared Croker, around the club? T- to me, from the outside looking, he looks like a he looks like one of those real sensible, just down to he'd be humble. the sort of guy that you trust to walk your sister home if yep. she was she needed to get home one night. Are we correct? Yeah, definitely, mate. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's 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 um he's, yeah, he's one of the uh, one of the one of the good guys for sure. He's um he's a really good family man. Loves his loves his two boys. He's gotten. Um, yeah, he's a, he, he's he's one of the he's a real true captain. He leads by example, and he uh, he knows he knows what to say and when to say it. And um, you, you, he's he's a great footballer, but an even better bloke. And I think that's what uh, makes him so special and makes this club so special because that's that's what we're all about here is uh, being being good blokes, and then you know the footy will follow. So and he's one of the best. So it's it's a very special occasion, and um, yeah, we can't wait to do it, uh, get out there and win win the game for him. Um, he, he deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be one to remember for him. Mate, we've got to ask, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we saw some pretty harrowing scenes down there at, uh, at in Canberra with um, Corey going down. At, oh, um, sorry, at Accor Stadium. At yeah. Stadium. Uh, yep. With Corey going down. Um, has he been around the club? You know, how's he doing? Um, can you give us an update on where he's at? Yeah, mate, he's back at the club and he's in uh, in good spirits, mate. Obviously, it was it was quite scary and... Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was very unfortunate that happened to Corey. And, but he's in, he's in good spirits, mate. He's back doing some light training and just keep keeping himself uh, a bit sane. I think they're sort of just making sure he's all clear. But um, I think he's, he's had a few tests and um, everything's come back pretty positive. So, um, yeah, he's just, we're just, he's just going to ease back into it, mate, and uh, just get back into some, some gym work and some light running. And um, he, 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 he can't keep still. So he's, he's trying <laughs> to keep himself sick and yeah, over. But, um, but he's all good, mate. And, you know, the... the the love and support that was sent his way was was uh, was pretty pretty special, you know. In a, in a in a pretty bad moment like that, it really shows what rugby league's about. And, um, everyone rallied around him and rallied around the team too, because it, it could have been, um, you know, it was quite horrific for the boys to see that. But um, you know, we all we all got together and sent the support, and, and it was a pretty special moment for that to happen. So um, yeah, but it, he's going good. He's back in the train around the boys and uh, where he belongs. So it's good to see him with a smile on his face. Yeah, good one, mate. Now I've got to ask. Um, back in my day, there was a place we used to frequent down in Canberra, the private bin. Is, oh, is yeah. it still is it still happening? The private bin down in Canberra, or what is what is it? What is it has it got a new name? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I'll have to um, <laughs> ask a few of the boys and see see what that one was. But yeah, there's a couple of little spots that the boys like to get around to and have a beer or so. But yeah, no, I haven't heard, haven't heard the private bin, so wow. I'll have to um, scope that one out and see see what's happened to it. Now go to your coach and just say, Coach, can we sit down and have a few tinnies? Can you tell us some stories from the private bin? I'm yes. sure Stick's got plenty. Now, the blowtorch. 
Tommy Starling, you're a little bit of a larrikin. We're going to put you through some quick-fire questions. If, if you had two tickets, two tickets to the best event, let's just say the Super Bowl, there's you and only one other teammate that you take to Super Bowl. Who is it and why? I'll have to go with my, uh, my good mate Hudson Young. He's sort of my best mate down here. We've, we've, we've played together since we were sort of 14 um, in the Harold Match Juniors. So um, we're joined at the hip down here. So I'd have to take my good mate Hutto over for sure. He's got a screw loose. He's I'm mad. convinced. He's mad. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> okay, who would you mute? What teammate would you mute for 24 hours? Can't hear from him. Uh, probably, probably Jordan. He's always into me about how good his golf game is, so I'd, <laughs> I'd love to mute him. I think I do sometimes, so I just shut him off and uh, try and avoid him. He's, he's a bit of a pest, so I'd shut Jordan off. Which teammate, if you had to get up on stage and tell a joke for your life, you had to make the entire crowd laugh, who would it be? Oh, I'm usually the joke teller down here, so <laughs> you, you've taken away my best attitude. <laughs> there you go. You're saving your own life. Okay, yeah. who's the first to leave on Mad Monday? Uh, I'm going to have to say Jordan Rapani. He gets in trouble and has to go on. Mm. <laughs> He's copping some stick, isn't he, Jordan Rapani? <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've got to give it to him. I reckon he might be in this next category. Best dancer? Oh, Matty Tomoko. Yeah, he's going right. He's got good feet. Hopefully he doesn't listen to the, hopefully he doesn't listen to the show because he doesn't need any more. <laughs> more okay, okay, last one, Tommy. It's been great talking to you. Best tourist. So end of season trip. Who's the guy that everyone wants on tour? Um... Best on tour, big big papa. He goes good. He's always up for a good time, and um, he's actually he's actually been off the off the drink for a while. But um, he's always up for a good beer when he, when he's on, and he's always always a good time and a good laugh. So I'll have to say, big papa. Yeah, nice. and good you've on. been a good sport yourself, Tommy. Love watching you play in a huge match this Friday night, six o'clock. To all the supporters, make sure you get tickets. Get out to celebrate what is a, a memorable afternoon, a memorable night for Jared Croker and the club. Tommy Starling from the Canberra Raiders. Good luck this Friday night, and thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Good morning, Tommy. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, can't wait to see all the Raiders fans out there to celebrate uh, Big Twitch's 300. So thanks, guys. Good stuff. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Good little larrikin, isn't he? Tommy Starling. I can imagine sitting down having a nice quiet beer with him, drink responsibly Mm. with Tommy Starling. He has got himself in a little bit of trouble when he went home on the Central Coast one time and... Got charged, didn't he? Well, assaulting, mate, he, assaulting a police officer. Who I think it was Tommy Starling? Oh, Tommy Starling. Yeah, you couldn't imagine it. And his best mate's Hudson Young. Can imagine those two on oh, the drink mate. one night. He's a uh, he's <laughs> a he's a great great young man, Tommy Starling. I love watching him play. Like I said, in the, the I love it when he comes on. He, he really does lift the energy of the yeah. team, doesn't he? Yeah, he's good. NRL news. Thanks to uh, Polaris, Polaris Australia's number one selling side by side brand. Now Benny Hunt, we read today on a lot of the news platforms. Mm. He wants to see where the new coach, whoever that may be, and many believing it's now down to Ben Hornby, Dean Young, or Shane Flanagan, now that Jason Riles has knocked the job back. He wants to see where the new coach, whoever that may be, where he wants him to play. Mm. Okay, is it a hooker or is it halfback? He believes if he's going to be playing hooker at the NRL level, he doesn't want to play there and may leave the club, may ask for a release, whatever it may be. He's too good of a player for a club to release. 
But the two questions I want to throw to you, Rat, is, is is he a number seven at NRL level or number nine? Uh, week in, week well, out. Well, I think he's a seven. At NRL level. Yeah, yeah. Different origin and Yeah, yeah. he's a seven. Yep. yep. And if the incoming coach allows a player straight off the bat to start making really important decisions, mm. is the coach starting behind the eight ball? Uh, I don't think – I think – Ben's mature enough to have a conversation with him. I, mm. I remember when Chris Anderson came to the, the Sharks and I was on the wing and I was playing for Australia on the wing at the time and he came in. I had, a com- I had that conversation with him. I said, mate, where are you going to play me next year? And he's like, if you, if you stay here, you're going to be playing on the wing. I said, I don't want to play on the wing. Like, I, I, I know I've got more to offer a, a football yep. team. Um, and, you know, we shook hands and agreed and I left. Um, you, you oh, got so that's, that's one of the big reasons why you left. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, with this situation, there's $1.2 million that he's, he's joined into the salary cap there. Yeah. and But the thing is, if he walks away from it, and it would be on his own terms, remember, yeah. there's all these rumours about that he's got a clause in his contract that he can get out if Anthony Griffin's not there. I've got very strong mail that that is not the case. And he has no out. I'd be surprised if that was the case, a mm. clause of that nature. But if he decides, listen, I'm going to walk away, guys, which frees up 1.2, he also realises he's not going to get 1.2 somewhere else. No. Not but, at 32 years of age. But, um, you know, similar to what Jack White made the decision to do is yep. move because, you know, he sees a, maybe a stronger opportunity to win a premiership. Um, he's willing to take less money. And, you know, Ben, ben Hunt's not getting any younger. No, 32, 33, actually. 33 just years old. 33. So, you know, he could be great for a, a strong club that's just looking for that um, experience in the middle to control the ship. Uh, he he might be willing to take a little bit less money, and it might be it might be it might be something that the, the the dragons need. They just they need a fresh start. They need to clear out the middle of the field. They need to you know put some money in the bank and work out where they're going to spend it. It might he, work on both sides. I hope he doesn't leave because I I like to see the the weaker clubs or wherever they're sitting currently. I just want to see them get stronger. I want to see them get really good players. I hate seeing really good players being stockpiled at the better clubs, the ones that always play top four. And a club that if he was to go somewhere, I think he'd be good at Newcastle. Well, the talk is that, you know, the Bulldogs are keen. Yep. Um, they could certainly use a, a, a gun number seven and the yep. Titans are keen. Yeah. Okay. So well. they're, they're, they're certainly not two powerhouses that are, you know, dominating the top of the ladder. So, mm. um, but th- there's potential for those clubs to, to make some moves over the next couple of years. Well, the Dolphins, you know, they, they still need a... Uh, you wouldn't call him a marquee player at 33 years of age, 34 starting the season next year in March. Mm. But at least he's at one. He's a big name as a Queensland pl- a Queensland kid from Rockhampton and has still got a lot of playing legs left in him. I think Isaiah Katoa is doing a good job good up job. there. And I, and I think, you know, Sean O'Sullivan, before he got injured, was playing the best footy I'd seen him play. Mm. So I think, I think they're pretty comfortable with what they've got up there at the moment. I don't think they'd be willing to lash out on someone. Yeah. Based on the competition at the moment... Let's put yourself in Ben Hunt's shoes. Mm. Let's say the coach comes in, he's going to play hooker, right? What club would you want to go to? Well, G- given given who, where, and what's available in terms of positions, and I'd, I'd, if if I was him and I had to make a decision based on you know the clubs that want me, um, I think the club that has the most potential would be the Titans right now with the young players that are coming. The young through. players that they've got. Um, the potential there is, it's, yeah. Well, what do you I mean, miss the boat, but at, again, at 34 in March next year, does he just miss the boat? I reckon he's got a couple of years in him. Yep. I, I well, think, they're playing later. Players are playing later. Yeah, I, I think they I think the Titans, 
I, I think they can be a threat in a couple of years. Mm. I really do. I just I can see it there, and we've seen the way that they're they're starting games, and they've got the ability to score points. They just need discipline to be able to stay focused in the game to get them through that eighty minutes. Um, if they can do that, they're going to win a lot more games than they are at the moment, and they're still in the mix this year. I think if you was to play hooker and go to a club, I'd be saying with potential, I'd say the Warriors. But I very doubt that oh. a thirty-three-year-old, thirty-four-year-old would pack his family up mm. and go that, to New Zealand. That's like Sean Johnson going to the Tigers. Trying to have to rebuild the yeah, club and it yeah, gets yeah. exhausting. But yeah. I, they're on their way. Yeah, they they're are on their, their way. way. They are on their way. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give them that. Mm. And Broncos have officially now, we, of course, we announced this a few weeks ago, Fletcher Baker, front row from the Roosters. Mm. He's officially signed for 2024 for the Brisbane Broncos. Now, people will be thinking, well, that's old news. But no, you, you agree to the contract. There's a cooling off period. You sign the contract. And then it officially gets registered gets with lodged, the NRL. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's officially been registered. So he'll be a Bronco next year. He's a good signing to fill in for Thomas Tom Flegler. He's not, he's not a Tom Flegler yet, but he's got a lot of promise. Well, Keegan's gone as well. Palisao. Oh, he's too. Keenan. Put Pal- yeah. Where's he gone? Titans. Oh, he has too. Mm. Good signing for the Titans. Mm. He's a good player. They lose two front rolls. Yeah, there. yeah. Uh, that's the NRL news for a Wednesday. Polaris end of financial year deals are now on. Get up to $3,000 worth of free accessories on the Polaris Rangers. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Good little larrikin, isn't he? Tommy Starling. I can imagine sitting down having a nice quiet beer with him, drink responsibly mm. with Tommy Starling. He has got himself in a little bit of trouble when he went home on the Central Coast one time and got charged, didn't he? Well, Assaulting, mate, he, assaulting a police officer, who? I think it was. Tommy Starling. Oh, Tommy Starling. Yeah. You couldn't imagine it. And his best mate's Hudson Young. Can you imagine those two on the oh, drink mate. one night. He's a uh, he's <laughs> a he's a great great young man, Tommy Starling. I love watching him play. Like I said, in the, the I love it when he comes on. He, he really does lift the energy of the yeah. team, doesn't he? Yeah, he's good. NRL news. Thanks to uh, Polaris, Polaris Australia's number one selling side by side brand. Now Benny Hunt, we read today on a lot of the news platforms. Mm. He wants to see where the new coach, whoever that may be, and many believing it's now down to Ben Hornby. Dean Young or Shane Flanagan, now that Jason Rolls has knocked the job back. He wants to see where the new coach, whoever that may be, where he wants him to play. Mm. Okay, is it a hooker or is it halfback? He believes if he's going to be playing hooker at the NRL level, he doesn't want to play there and may leave the club, may ask for a release, whatever it may be. He's too good of a player for a club to release. But the two questions I want to throw to you, Rat, is is, is he a number seven at NRL level or number nine? Week in, week well, out. Well, I think he's a seven. At NRL level. Yeah, yeah. Different origin and Yeah, yeah. he's a seven. Yep. yep. And if the incoming coach allows a player straight off the bat to start making really important decisions, mm. is the coach starting behind the eight ball? Uh, I don't think – I think Ben's mature enough to have a conversation with him. I, mm. I remember when Chris Anderson came to the, the Sharks and I was on the wing and I was playing for Australia on the wing at the time and he came in. I had, a com- I had that conversation with him. I said, mate, where are you going to play me next year? He's like, if you, if you stay here, you're going to be playing on the wing. I said, I don't want to play on the wing. Like, I, I, I know I've got more to offer a, a football yeah. team. Um, and, you know, we shook hands and agreed and I left. Um, 
you, you oh, got so that's, that's one of the big reasons why you left. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, with this situation, there's $1.2 million that he's, he's chewing into the salary cap there. Yeah, and but the thing is, if he walks away from it, and it would be on his own terms, remember, yeah. there's all these rumours about that he's got a clause in his contract that he can get out if Anthony Griffin's not there. I've got very strong mail that that is not the case. And he has no out. I'd be surprised if that was the case, a mm. clause of that nature. But if he decides, listen, I'm going to walk away, guys, which frees up 1.2, he also realises he's not going to get 1.2 somewhere else. No. Not but, at 32 years of age. But, um, you know, similar to what Jack White and made the decision to do is yep. move because, you know, he sees a maybe a stronger opportunity to win a premiership. Um, he's willing to take less money. And, you know, Ben, ben Hunt's not getting any younger. No, 33, 32, actually. 33 just years old. 33. So, you know, he could be great for a, a strong club that's just looking for that um, experience in the middle to control the ship. Uh, he, he might be willing to take a little bit less money. And it might be, it might be, it might be something that the, the – the Dragons need. They just they need a fresh start. They need to clear out the middle of the field. They need to, you know, put some money in the bank and work out where they're going to spend it. It might he, work on both sides. I hope he doesn't leave because I, I like to see the, the weaker clubs or wherever they're sitting currently. I just want to see them get stronger. I want to see them get really good players. I hate seeing really good players being stockpiled at the better clubs, the ones that always play top four. And a club that if he was to go somewhere – I think he'd be good at Newcastle. Well, the talk is that, you know, the Bulldogs are keen. Yep. Um, they could certainly use a, a, a gun number seven, and the yep. Titans are keen. Yeah. Okay. So well. they're, they're, they're certainly not two powerhouses that are, you know, dominating the top of the ladder. So, mm. um, but th- there's potential for those clubs to, to make some moves over the next couple of years. And the Dolphins, you know, they, they still need a, a – you wouldn't call him a marquee player at 33 years of age, 34 starting the season next year in mm. March – but at least he's at one. He's a big name as a Queensland a Queensland kid from Rockhampton, and has still got a little playing legs left in him. I think Isaiah Katoa is doing a good job good up job. there, and I, and I think you know Shawnee O'Sullivan before he got injured was playing the best footy I'd seen him play. Mm. So I think I think they're pretty comfortable with what they've got up there at the moment. I don't think they'd be willing to lash out on someone. Yeah, based on the competition at the moment, let's put yourself in Ben Hunt's shoes. Mm. Let's say the coach comes in, he's going to play hooker, right? What club would you want to go to? Well, G- given given who, where, and what's available in terms of positions, and I'd, I'd if if I was him and I had to make a decision based on you know the clubs that want me, um, I think the club that has the most potential would be the Titans right now with the young players that are coming. The young through. players that they've got, um, the potential there is it's yeah. Well, what do I you mean, miss the boat, but? Again, at 34 in March next year, does he just miss the boat? I reckon he's got a couple of years in him. Yep. I, I well, think, they're playing later. Players are playing later. Yeah, I, I think I think the Titans, I, I think they can be a threat in a couple of years. Mm. I really do. I just I can see it there. And we've seen the way that they're, they're starting games and they've got the ability to score points. They just need discipline to be able to stay focused in the game to get them through that 80 minutes. Um, if they can do that, they're going to win a lot more games than they are at the moment. And they're still in the mix this year. I think if he was to play hooker and go to a club, I'd be saying with potential, I'd say the Warriors. But I very doubt that oh. a 33-year-old, 34-year-old would pack his family up mm. and go that, to New Zealand. That's like Sean Johnson going to the Tigers. Trying to have to rebuild the yeah. club and it yeah, gets yeah. exhausting. But yeah. I, they're on their way. Yeah, they they're are on their, their way. way. They are on their way. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give them that. Mm. And Broncos have officially – now, we, of course, 
we announced this a few weeks ago, Fletcher Baker, front row from the Roosters. Mm. He's officially signed for 2024 for the Brisbane Broncos. Now, people were thinking, well, that's old news. But no, you, you agree to the contract. There's a cooling off period. You sign the contract, and then it officially gets registered gets with lodged, the NRL. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's officially been registered. So he'll be a Bronco next year. He's a good signing to fill in for Thomas Flegler. Tom Flegler. He's, not, he's not a Tom Flegler yet, but he's got a lot of promise. Well, Keegan's gone as well. Palisau. Oh, he's to Keenan. Where's he gone? Titans. Oh, he has too. Mm. Good signing for the Titans. Mm. He's a good player. They lose two front rolls. Yeah, there. yeah. Uh, that's the NRL news for a Wednesday. Polaris end of financial year deals are now on. Get up to $3,000 worth of free accessories on the Polaris Rangers. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Another Our Origin focus, and it's around New South Wales. And I'm going to ask both <laughs> of us this. Daddy Vass, you can jump in as well. Mm-hmm. This game too for New South Wales yep. for Freddie and his selections is just one of the riskiest. It could be one of the safest decisions he makes or one of the riskiest decisions he has to make in his short coaching career. Does he have his – is he in his last throw of the stumps? Does he have to throw all his chips in? Yes. And make a selection that may be bold and may upset players that even though they played well in game one, he may have to say to them, sorry, I don't think you're in the frame for game two. Sat, I think every state of origin game is that. Like game one should have been that. Mm. And, and he did that. It didn't work with Tafita Pangai Jr., Hudson Young. But it almost worked. Like eight minutes yeah, to go there ahead. You know, like it almost worked. That's that's every state of origin game. That's that's the focus he's got to take into every game. Every game is that important. They're so close. They're so tight. And it's that one decision that can change everything. Um, yeah, absolutely. But I, but I don't think it is a huge risk. I don't think, like personally, I, it's a simple decision. You put Hines in. He's been there. He's he's done the week with you prior to game one. Put him in for game two. Give him the opportunity. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You, you don't want to throw the, the, the baby out with the bathwater here. But if he doesn't win this origin, it's fair to say his origin coaching career is done. And he probably wants to stay and coach as long as he can and try and create a bit of a legacy like he'd the likes lo- of Meninga lo- and Belcher and Gus Gould have done. Sorry, I, don't, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's done based on who they're going to put in there if he's not there. But what I'm saying is if it's the last trial of the stumps, going to Queensland... Jerome Luai, I thought was one of the best for New South yeah, Wales. Yeah, they shouldn't drop him. Appy Croisau, one of the best for New South shouldn't Wales. Shouldn't drop him. Everyone's say, Wayne Bennett's even saying Adam Reynolds. <laughs> mate, if he's going to take advice from Wayne Bennett. <laughs> is mate, he, one, set, is mate, he setting Freddie up? He said it, that's a setup. He's, he's coaching Queensland at the moment. Like in terms of like. Actually, Wayne's also saying <laughs> Brisbane across the river. <laughs> yeah. If we can take. Reynolds out of Brisbane, yeah. possibly gets injured. Yeah, mate, he's he's too smart for them all. <laughs> he's got them all covered. Yeah, well, I thought he did it with Tevita Pangai in game one. I thought that was a huge gamble. Absolutely. Massive gamble. Mm. I think on the back of maybe the advice that, that Gus has given him in his role at the the, the Bulldogs has convinced mm. him mm. and Brandy and co. So well, I'd love to see what he does based off no Nathan Cleary because mm. a lot of his squad – well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Because there's no Nathan, does he roll the dice and say, okay, there's no Nathan, which may nullify Jerome, which may nullify Isaiah. Do we go 
Walker? Do we go Reynolds? Do we go Damien Cook? Do we go Blake Braley? Do we go Nico <laughs> Hines? Do we go... Mac Moylan. There's a thousand different things. But like, I think if he does that, he looks desperate, and he's not desperate, Freddie. We'll never see it. We'll never see it. But I'd love to just know what his thoughts are alone, solely. Without yep. no outside noise, no Greg Alexander, Freddy's no got a lot of noise going on. That, that's what right. You that's might need some time for just that. Naturally. <laughs> now, the other thing is, he's possibly going to pick underdone players. Cam Murray with that groin injury, Latrell Mitchell been out for three and a half weeks. Mm. Tommy Trebojevic, who hasn't been at his best for consistently. Man, for a while. We saw Tommy Trebojevic. Tommy, we talked to about at his best in the the week before playing Canberra. The week yeah. before Origin one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 the 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 Latrell one would worry me. Yep, yep. Let's get to a break. Sats and Rat for Sports Day. We'll have some basketball. Sats and Rat for Sports Day. We'll have some soccer news. EPL up next. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Let's uh, cover off some EPL. Exciting news for Australian football fans because the first Australian coach in EPL history has been named and Tottenham Hotspurs, well, they're going to might have to wake up and say, who's Ange Postacoglu? But they're going to know... Pretty soon. Well, they better, they better not Google him, eh? Yeah. Because they might come across something. Well, Are you going to resign then? That's the next question. <laughs> no, of course I'm not going to resign. I always put my future in the people who make those decisions. Now, if, those, if the people who I, I put a lot more credibility in than yeah, your yeah, assumption yeah. Okay. or right, your fine. analysis... Fine. I'm just going on your results, right? I'm not attacking you personally. Okay. I'm I know saying... you are. Yes, you... Well... Okay, you're not attacking me personally. That's great. I feel much better because you're a really close mate. I don't oh, care what you think care. of me personally. We're not on here to be mates. What, got, what are you talking I don't about? Got, no, I'm, I'm got, not here to I'm be your no, friend. I'm saying you're paid to get results to a certain degree close. and you didn't get them. Well, that was 17 years ago. Ex-Socceroo legend uh, Craig Foster. He was questioning Ange Postacoglu. Just it to him. He's the head coach of the Australian under-20s. They failed to make the World Cup in 2006. But fast forward... 17 years, and he's about to be the first coach in EPL history of Australia. You've got to remember, this is a guy that went to the Brisbane Raw. First, t- first time back-to-back premierships with the Brisbane Raw, 2010-2011-12. Mm. Uh, most successful Australian coach or A-League coach at that stage. Um, and he's had tremendous success over in, in Scotland You'd as like well. You'd like to think you can improve cool. as Everyone time improves. goes on. And you, you, we're, we're talking about an under-20 side here. Yeah. You've, got, you've got a team full of, you know, half of them probably – you know, not mature enough or, you know, you're not just learning the, their craft, all that sort of stuff. It's His bank balance went up quite considerably so overnight. Well done, Ange Postacoglu, all of Australia is with you. Let's get to a break and we'll wrap the show up next. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, let's wrap the show up. It's been a massive day of sport when you look at Ange Postacoglu officially announcing he's going to coach in the EPL. That is huge news to walk away from 
that the job that he had in Scotland. Yeah. With yeah, well, Celtics. Have, Celtic. They're a juggernaut. Yeah, absolutely. World, world stage, yeah. Rats happy because Liv and PGA are back together. Yeah. And the DP Tour. Don't forget our European uh, yeah, friends, the European mate. Tour. They're, the they're like the red-headed... Stepchild, aren't they? Well, they are. I think they're going to. They're probably going to win more than the PGA Tour, really, because they're not as big, Mm. and they're going to become as big. Yeah, true. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to Tommy Starling from the Canberra Raiders. Great young lad coming onto the show to uh, talk about a big milestone this week for for Jared Croker on Friday night. Their match against the Warriors tomorrow night. Sports Day listeners, Brad Clyde, one of the great modern day forwards, is going to join us on Sports Day. So, as Jimmy Smith, one of our friends, says. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Oh, very nice. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.